This is the show made for football fans by football fans with your hosts, Dallas Thomas. I've said it before, I'll say it again. In professional football, it don't mean a thing if you ain't got that ring. And Joel Baglio. For real football fans, there is no offseason. The IQ Sports Network brings to you the show that breaks down the X's and O's of everything happening this week in football. You're locked in to Pro Football IQ. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to episode 7 of the show that breaks down the X's and O's of everything happening this week in football. You're listening to Pro Football IQ. I'm your host, Dallas Thomas, with my co-host, Joel Baglio. Joel, how are we doing? Doing great, bud. Episode 7. Yeah. Here we are. We rolling. We're rolling. We uh, we got a brand new show intro. So. Uh, oh, it's hot. It's hot. It's brand, hot. Brand new show intro so that we don't get we don't get sued. Yeah. Don't get nothing taken down. Let us know what you think of it. That was it was so close. We were so close to having mm. having some uh, cease and desist letters sent out. That's why we haven't went big time yet. That's it. But now now we're doing things the mm-hmm. right way here. Yep. Pro Instead football of spending IQ. money on you know lawsuits and whatnot and court fees, we're over here setting up merch and uh, websites. That's it. That's what we're doing here. At the uh, at the IQ Sports Network headquarters, uh, this is this is the football podcast for the IQ Sports Network. Uh, we're launching a lot of other stuff with the IQ, and uh, man, I'm excited. Oh yeah, I'm excited. This this took off a lot. Uh, I, I I realized how much I like doing this. Oh yeah. Now that we're you know we're seven weeks into this, I feel like we got a little. We got a little grit now, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. I feel like we're we're getting the hang of this thing. Got a little. And, we uh, tested our metal a little bit. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, podcasting is the new is the new wave, man. It's the it's, wave. It's it's radio on demand. Yeah. You know, that's I like what that. it is. It, that's what it is. It's you're it. You literally can listen to what you want at the push of a button. Exactly, and so that's what that's what our plan here with IQ is is to bring you the best coverage of whatever. If you're talking about it, we want to talk about it oh, yeah. on the IQ Sports Network. So uh, I know one of the things I love talking about is pro wrestling. You've heard me talk about it on this show several times. Uh, but me and uh, a co-host, I'm not going to announce who our co-host is for this show yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, IQ Lucha is on the way. Be on the lookout. Coming soon. Mm-hmm. We got some big plans coming up. I'm going to WrestleMania. I'm going to New York for WrestleMania. I'm traveling. Uh, all across the Spinning country the this year. Bucks. All across the country this year, covering everything happening in pro wrestling. I've already been to a few shows this year, and uh, man, it's only going to get bigger and better. And uh, it's going to be covered here on the IQ Sports Network. You can follow us on Instagram at IQ Sports Network. And uh, man, we're going to be bringing you the best coverage of everything football, wrestling. You like, it, and then we're going to continue to expand. If you want to, if you want to know what's going on, the biggest stories in your favorite sports, you can find it here on the IQ Sports Network. Yep, that's it. But enough plugging of our stuff, right? We got we got some we got some football to talk about. Yep. 
That's it, man. Well, we, that's all we do here. That's all we do is that's, talk football. That's what we do. You know, it's quiet on the home front, though. I'm not gonna lie. It's I haven't been I haven't been hearing from the from the fans like I want, man. And I know that there's so many things that that they don't even realize that you can get into. You know. Yeah. So there's there's so much like you have draft talk. They have the off season moves, man. And there's it's some interesting things going on, especially if you can see you get the you get the insight on how your team looks like they're gonna shape up. Yeah. Well, we're we're not too far out from getting into draft talk. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like there's a lot of hot prospects in this oh, in this yeah. draft class and it's figuring good, out this is this is one of the better classes of the last few years. Like figuring out where these guys land and uh, kind of speculating a little bit beforehand. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna bring you some some draft content coming soon. We're gonna do our all time draft plus we're gonna have the uh, we're gonna be redrafting the 2018 class. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got a, we just got a lot coming up. Uh, so stay tuned. And stay locked in, and we'll make sure to uh, to bring the content so that you can have football at all times. Bring the heat. Because we know that for real football fans... There is no offseason. Exactly. So what do we got this week? Well, let's let's get into the A-B talk, man. I mean, you know the the, the, the man, the myth, the legend himself, the, the hottest diva the on Fortnite the planet. The Fortnite dancer. <laughs> man, he's just, he's into everything. He's... He's if if he ain't being talked about, he's gonna get himself talked about. Like right. he's gonna make it happen. Like he wants to be he wants to be featured at least two to three times uh, on Sports Center. He wants to to get thousands of mentions on Twitter, like on Instagram, you name it. You know that's why he's doing the trade deal. That's why he wants to he wants to go somewhere where nobody can touch his shine. Yeah. And you know that's what happens when you're a superstar. Yeah. When you when you have the skill level and when you have the uh, the clout to be able to say, hey, this is what I yeah. want. And if you're not gonna give, if you're not mm-hmm. gonna play ball, I can take yeah. my skills somewhere yeah. else. And I I don't I, I a lot of fans like to give you know superstars like you know flack for that, but you have to realize this is a guy that has worked his whole life to get to this point. And it's only fair to let him relish in that. If if it'd be different if he wasn't as good as he make, he is that good. He is, and he knows he only has a few years left at the prime of to his career. To be at that level, yeah, yeah. So especially you're talking about a guy that was drafted in the sixth round. So immediately comes into the league with a chip on his shoulder, right? So you know how they have the the member they had the Emmanuel Sanders and the Antonio Brown little feud going on mm-hmm. with Twitter and whatnot. Emmanuel Sanders was drafted ahead of Antonio Brown, yeah. And they let and they let Emmanuel Sanders walk in free agency to go to the Broncos because that's how dang good they knew AB was going to be. Right. So uh, I I don't mind it at all. I think he's a stud and he's got a couple years left of being the man in the league. And and I want to I want to see him go somewhere and get a championship. To be honest. I mean, we know that in professional football, it don't mean a thing if you ain't got that ring. That's what and I've been AB told. And AB knows that. AB mm-hmm. knows that he yeah. wants to go somewhere and win championships. He, he wants he wants championships and he wants paychecks. AB is walking into the next chapter of his career, knowing that he is going for checks and championships oh, yeah. because that's that's all that matters. Yeah. That's all that matters to these guys whenever they start thinking about mm-hmm. start thinking about the end of their career, start thinking about the legacy right. they want to leave because everything, all that you do in this sport, if you're a pro athlete, all you care about is checks and championships. That is so true. Now, you know who the biggest enemy of checks and championships are? 
Tom Brady because he gets them all. <laughs> uh, no. Let's go with the salary cap. Ooh. You right. You go somewhere and they pay you like the superstar that you are. They can't pay other people to come in and make the impact on the team as well. Yeah. So, um, AB is in a situation where I, I, to be honest, I believe that he is kind of the the ship has sailed as far as him believing that he's going to go to a Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. So, I think at this point he is he is trying to just grab as many bags of cash before the door closes for him. Which is what he needs to and do. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. I mean, you see these guys. AB is one of those people that you connect with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I joke about him being the Fortnite dancer. Right. But but Homeboy was on, I forget what commercial yeah, it was, yeah. but he just showed up in a random commercial doing, doing Fortnite dances yeah. and just having a good time. And that's the thing that sets you apart as a superstar is being able to just... Right. Be relevant. Be fun. Exactly. Yeah. He can be fun. Like he, every time you see Antonio Brown, it's like he should. He might as well be on a Kool Aid commercial because he's always smiling. Yeah. He has a a, a a magnificent smile. It radiates. I'm sure when he hangs around people, when he's smiling like that, it rubs off on people. He's a charismatic. You dude. know what I'm saying? So yeah, he may get frustrated in the game, but he's a competitor. Right. And the only way the only way that you can reach the level of awesomeness and and just effectiveness and perfection in in such a uh, rough sport like that at that position is by being great at what you do so well that's for him with that's, that's, stuff, that's exactly what i mean is he's one of those guys that wherever he goes he's going to be he's going to be the main event yeah. he is going to be the one yep. that the team puts on the pedestal and gets the spotlight and will be yep. on good morning america and we'll go to the talk shows, and we'll be on the commercials, oh, yeah. and be the guy who can be the superstar for them yeah. and extend the brand of that team. Because right. more so than just building the AB brand, which he needs to continue to do, right. but whatever team he lands on, he's going to be their poster boy. Because yeah. he wants more than just to be a guy who catches footballs. Yeah. He wants to be a superstar. He wants to be the player of that team. Of course. Yeah. And when you get to this elite level of football, the only thing that matters is mm-hmm. checks and championships. Yeah. And he is I don't I don't know how much he cares about championships, but mm-hmm. homeboy is going for paychecks. Oh yeah. He is ready yeah. to he came to collect. And that's why he is he is so done with the Steelers organization. He's done with politics. He, he's he, done yeah, yeah he's he, done with he that. respects the Steelers because they gave him a shot. They saw him, they saw potential in him. I mean, think about this. Think about this. Antonio Brown, in in your mind right now, if Antonio Brown was in a draft, could you even see him making it past the second or third round? No. Exactly. In in every fantasy draft I've ever been in, he's gone in the first five picks. Right, and that's just... And for the most part, it's number one. Yeah, and and that, that is... That is what you know when you when you look at it. That's just uh, another accolade that you can say. Like he's he's been one of the most relevant fantasy of football course. players, uh, you know, of of many recent years. But what I'm getting at is that's the the image he's implanted in our minds is greatness, mm-hmm. you know. And if he doesn't if he doesn't have a great season, then yeah, he's gonna be furious, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, if you think back, I mean, there was multiple seasons back-to-back that he posted, he was averaging 1,500-plus yards a season. Insane. Nuts. Most guys are like, hey, if I break 1,000 this season, that's a 
But that was his year. average. But that's what he was averaging. Yeah. I, I want to say that went on at least three years. Can you believe that? I mean, that's just that's just insane numbers. Yeah. You know? And so, of course, he gets frustrated whenever Juju's getting a, a lot of hype and, and AB's not getting the right looks well, Juju's, and whatnot. Juju's getting the love right now. Right, right. But and, that, you know, you, it's a cycle, and, you, you know, sometimes you have to let that spotlight shine on others. But AB knows that... If he doesn't, if he doesn't capitalize on the spotlight right now, yeah. then it's not going to come back yeah. to him. Right, and so yeah. it's smart for him to look elsewhere. And this is perfect timing for him because oh, yeah. we all know that the in the NFL, the dreaded thirty. When they hit thirty, teams are just like, "Nah, you're about to be declining." Right. But right now, he's still got that twenty. He's got that twenty. He's twenty nine right now. Mm-hmm. So he's still got like that. That's why he's trying to distance himself from the Steelers as much as possible. They've made it clear they just don't like paying players. They they think it's a it's a, it's a it's a gift for you to go and play for the Steelers organization. Yeah. So you need to take a discount. You need to make a, a team friendly deal because we're here to win. Well, clearly you're not because you have the same head coach that hasn't gotten it done many years in a row. You have Big Ben. I mean, no, he ain't the best in the league, but he's been competitive and he's 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 brought them to you know to for chances to win in the postseason. Yeah. And there's always one thing or another that just doesn't work out for them. Well, here's the thing: when a team wants to win, they make the effort and they make the changes that they need to on their roster. You look at all the changes that happened for the Rams. In this last oh, yeah. season, oh, yeah, complete turnover. That, that is that is the difference maker that brought them to the Super Bowl. They weren't able to win the big one, right? But they they can yeah. say what thirty other teams in the NFL this season weren't yeah. able to do. There's that some they teams that never even the made Super Bowl. It. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There were there's thirty two teams in the league, mm-hmm. and only two of them can go to the Super Bowl. Guess what? One of them was the Rams. One and of them had 30, a spot at the table, and the other was the Patriots, in, featuring Tom Brady. Tom, more than likely, Tom Brady's going to be there again. Yeah. So here's the thing. You have, if you want to make it there, mm-hmm. you have to change your roster. You have yeah. to be intentional about your roster and who your superstars are and who you build around. Right. Otherwise, you are not gonna make it mm-hmm. to soup to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you you're don't. Not gonna, you're, you're not gonna make it. The Super Bowl. You're not gonna make it to Tom Brady's day out. Because <laughs> that's what it's becoming it's at this coming, point. Huh? Uh, but so let's move on to let's move on to. Um, Identifying possible landing spots for AB. Man, we talked about we, it a little we bit did. last week. We did, but um, now we have the now we have the the uh, we can afford to dive into it. Yeah. So let's talk about first off. He has to be traded for. They're not cutting him. Right. A team is going to have to give up draft capital or a player and draft capital mm-hmm. to receive the great gift that AB is. So, I'm still, I'm still pulling for Cleveland here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still, yeah. I'm still pulling for that just because I, I would love to see, uh, Baker actually have a weapon on the field that he can use at any time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that and and and, and I'm if I'm any if I'm 31 other teams in the league, I am at least picking up the phone. And calling to see what is your bottom line. Oh yeah, you got to make the bid. Yeah. Anyone who doesn't make the bid on AB, regardless of what your scheme is, I yeah. think you're you're no, pretty dumb. No, a lot of teams are like, I think he's too much, and we don't want no part of it. You, you think of think of how many teams of all the teams in the league. If you go and you try to count the superstars, 
you start to realize that there's not that many superstars. No. Teams, some teams do not like superstars. They don't want you to be bigger than the team. Yeah. So that right there, that narrows it down. Now, for me, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, for me, um, the some of these go hand in hand as well whenever I say landing spots because we have to know what it's going to cost. Now, where you draft, where your position is in the draft is going to affect your, you know, negotiation, Mm -hmm. you know, because if, you know, if I have a, if I have a first round pick and I'm the Broncos, um, the, at picking at 10 is a lot better than the Patriots picking at 32. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, uh, obviously my second round pick is worth a lot more than the Patriots second round pick. Yeah. So you're talking about outside of the top 50 for the Patriots. So, um, but as we know, the Patriots always like to take, they will always take flyers on guys or, you know, shoot their shot because it doesn't matter because they're always in contention every year. So giving up first, second round picks never really hurts them. They're always developing guys anyway, right. taking other people's scraps and turning them into treasure. So um, I can easily, if the if if teams mess around, I can easily see the Patriots paying enough. That's here's the key, enough to sway the Steelers because the word is is that the Steelers they will trade him. After the talk they had, but they want to trade him outside of the division. Yeah. So, I don't know if you see if you see some a team like the Patriots pick him up, mainly because I've said it I've said it several times. They're 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 one of those teams like you said that don't want superstars. Yeah. They don't want to have to build around any ego other than Tom Brady. Well, Bel- here's the thing: Belichick when he brings a guy in. He he's not he's typically not worried about a superstar because he knows how to handle guys. And when if you get traded to the Patriots, you're not going in there thinking, "Oh, I'm bigger than life." He'll still be AB, but he'll know he'll be playing with Julian Edelman, who will give him a run for his money on catches. So that means AB is gonna have to bring his A game. Yeah, you got Tom Brady throwing you the ball. You can't complain. You got Belichick setting y'all up every week for success. So there's not much to complain about. Yeah. So I don't see him, you know, stepping over the line per se. Um, Now, he's been linked to a couple of places. Um, Let's say the 49ers. You know, we we know uh, via Twitter he he thinks highly of the 49ers and he'd love to see himself in a 49ers uniform. So... um, also, the Broncos, um, being that, you know, Emmanuel is getting older and coming off the injury, and pretty much around the same amount of, of money, mm-hmm. you know, they could move on from Emmanuel and replace it with with uh, Antonio Brown. So, um, typically, I'd say right now, the ceiling for most teams is a second-round pick. Yeah. Now, if you're a if you're a, a late second round pick, then you you'll have to add in. Now, I mean, there is another team I'd like to see him go to, and I I told you that, I think I told you this off the air, mm-hmm. and you you told me it would never work. But man, the more I think about the Dallas Cowboys, the more yes. the more I think they need a top receiver. There there is no superstar receiver on the yes. Cowboys roster. Well, I mean, Amari Cooper did show himself to be a fine... He, he turned out to be a great pickup, but that yes. was also a flyer. 
you know that, that well that was a first round that that means he is the future guy the first round pick for him so that's well but that's the thing is he wasn't being very productive before that mm-hmm. no true yeah they took a risk yeah. it, it was it was yeah. a flyer it was a, it was it, the rest of the league did view that as a uh, a risky move so did so did every cowboys fan in in america yeah. i mean we we all but jerry was right on it jerry was right but i would love to see him i would love to see ab playing at jerry world every Sunday. I think that he would love the idea of it until he got to sit down and start looking at Dak and realizing that Dak, he will be going from... And I know that for for a guy like A.B., he's going to do pretty much everything in his power to make it not about the quarterback. It's it's not going to matter. You know, almost uh, like DeAndre Hopkins, uh, where pretty much whoever's throwing him the ball, he's going to get it done. Mm -hmm. But... I think what you'll see is is that Dak is not an accurate guy. He's not he's not oh going through his progressions well, I think, per I se. I think he's more accurate than people give him credit for. Yeah, but that's another reason why they went out to get. If you think about it, that's why they went out to get um, Amari Cooper is because he's a very large. He is huge. Yeah. He's a very large receiver, and that benefits Dak. He doesn't have to put it you know on a dime or anything. He yeah. can throw it up in the region. And I mean, obviously, this guy's got humongous hands. He's just gonna snatch it out the air, you know. <laughs> so, um, but yes, I do think that he would look amazing. I, I think he would in look a Dallas Cowboys. He uniform. would look great in a Cowboys uniform. Yeah, he and would I, love the environment. And I think that what you would see happen is he would reach that level of superstardom mm-hmm. that that he wants to be. Where he would right. he would reach that level that he wants to be in the same way that. That for casual fans or, or people who don't really watch football, that that recognize the Giants now because Odell was kind of the poster boy for for NFL. Yeah. He was on commercials. He right, was right. he was he made guest appearances and now people, they're more mainstream. Yeah. And he he became recognizable. I think AB could do that, and I think the Cowboys would benefit from it, mm-hmm. and that would put them back in the in the True. front and back in the front row seat. Put that would put the Cowboys back in shotgun. To you know, uh, to be America's team, which I don't I don't call them America's team, but I think that that would give them that relatability. Yeah, and it and it would give AB kind of that. Oh, he plays for the Cowboys. For people who don't watch football, I think it would bring a lot of eyes. Right. So let me ask you this: How would how would you feel giving up that much draft? So they gave up the one for Cooper. It's gonna at least cost them the two. If yeah. not, maybe more. Because if the Cowboys come calling, I'm telling you right now, that's a different type of team. If the Cowboys are calling, they're going to make them pay. Like, it, it, I just don't see it how the Cowboys can come calling for your guy and you're not going to get every single thing you can for him. Yeah. I mean, but that's So that would be your first thing. and your second, maybe more. Yeah. That's a lot. I, I Honestly, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. There, there's not a lot of guys in this draft class that I would want to see go to the Cowboys. I mean, there, there, there are a few. Yeah. But I think, I think there's a great, there's a great wise. squad in Arlington. There's a yeah. great squad right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all you have to do is add the right components, and make, right. and it becomes combustible real quick. You know, and we, we, when we, when we did talk about the Cowboys, we, we did say we were like, what are the, what can they do to bring themselves to the next level? This, I mean. It could be a it could be a huge bust, or it could be a a, 
a fantastic move. I think bringing bringing a, if you were to bring AB onto this team, mm-hmm. I think it would be a paradigm shifting move mm-hmm. for this team. I think you would see them excel in a way that they haven't excelled in two decades. Mm-hmm. I mean, all you've you you've seen them make it to the postseason yeah. since since Dak and and Zeke came onto this team. If you continue to add more top tier stars to this team, it makes them it could make them unstoppable. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I I could I they could maybe make it another game or two. Who knows? Maybe they could make it to the Super Bowl. I um, I, I think so. I mean, I think I think they could at least make it to their conference, to the conference yeah. championship, if if you continue to add to this squad, if right, you continue right. to to add to depth, grow, keep growing. if you continue to add depth, if you continue to add that top tier talent, that elite yeah. level of football, then you that's when you can see this team excel. But until then, it's not going to happen. Right, and I, I don't. And another thing that bothers me too is I just don't know if I trust Jason Garrett to be creative enough to really maximize Cooper and. Brown, I think one would be getting so much more spotlight, you know, or so much more of the route trees, and well, you know, I, I don't know how you know, they would Jason, work. You know, Jason Jason Garrett is is merely a puppet. He he uh, he yeah. is he is Jerry Jones' puppet. Yeah, but he's got to get he's got he's the one doing the coaching, and he clearly has been doing a lackluster job. So, but he he ain't going nowhere. He is here for the long haul. <laughs> Sorry, Cowboys fans. Sorry, Cowboys fans. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, that's about where we're at with with. I mean, we see about what it'll cost. It, it they're pretty firm on the fact that it's going to be a second round pick. I don't think a team except someone like the Patriots would. The Patriots are like the only team in the league that I would say will give up a first round for him. And I mean, but that's I not saying much think, being the last pick in the first round. I don't think the Patriots go after a guy like AB though. That's just my that's my if personal they, opinion. If they I don't think do, you see it happen. I will Put two hundred dollars right now that they are making it back to the Super Bowl. Oh yeah! Like even I if would... even if we saw the decline of Brady this year, if Brown goes to the Patriots, they're going to be back. Yeah, they're, they're, they would definitely make another run. You cannot cover Edelman and Brown. You can't do it. And I mean, yeah, that's not even. We're not even talking about Gronk. We're not, not even talking about yeah, Gronk. That's why I stopped because I don't. I don't even know what, what's it, in the future it, for Gronk. Yeah, you know, but um, man. That, that's, that's scary to think about. That's I don't even want to think about that. I keep <laughs> I keep jokingly calling the Super Bowl Tom Brady's day out. But yeah, man, it really would, could. That really could be. If they got AB, they could make two or three runs. So then he'd be getting his checks, checks and championships. And, yeah, I mean they brought Cooks over there, and he was he was supposed to be like in line to get his pay his uh his big big paycheck, and then they shipped him out after that first season. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't they take a shot? You know, man, I hope not. <laughs> It'd be so unfair. So I, I like AB, man. Because the Patriots would win because they would they would win in the deal because they would get exactly what they want. They don't have to worry about developing developing someone because it's right now, win now, yeah. win now. And also, who else wins? The Steelers. They st- they get a first round pick, which is more than what they're expecting, but yeah. it's. It's literally the lowest value of first round picks. It's the last. It's the fringe of the second round. Yeah, but you know, I don't think I. And here's here's my thing, and this is, this is a brand new thought, but I don't think AB would want to go to the Patriots. Why not? Here's why, because he's still trying to build his superstar brand. Mm-hmm. You Patriots, 
are the the least superstar built brand building team out there. I mean, I mean you, Gronk, Gronk, Edelman. Edelman's not. Edelman's making an Edelman's making a name for himself now. He's making a name for himself now because the field is super thin there, and he's able to and show. He's out. excelling. He's excelling. But here's the thing. Though that's also very specific markets that they're mm. building in. Yeah. AB wants to be a mainstream star, and I don't see that happening there. I counter with what better way than to be in contention for the Super Bowl every year. And if he gets the chance to stick it to the Steelers. I think I think AB wants people to cheer for him. I think he wants I think he wants the accolades, but I think he also wants the praise. I think he wants True. people to love him and just majority of Americans do not love the Patriots. That's, true. That's just a cold it's fact just of what life. It is, yeah. Because you you have to hate the dynasty. Yeah. You you know the reign you, of terror. Has if you end, find yourself yeah. cheering for Goliath and David versus Goliath, you probably have some some issues. Yeah, that is you know? fair. I, I, fair. I respect the heck out of Tom Brady. Yeah. Dude's amazing. Uh, Belichick. Belichick, but they're they're the dynasty. They're yeah. the giant. Yeah. I can't. I just can't, can't get bring myself. It. Yeah, no, I agree. Football. I agree. I mean, I would. I would not. A, and I so I a. think. I think that might be a team that that wouldn't be a good fit for AB. Just personally for him. Yeah. Uh, to to continue building. I just I have the image of just him with confetti falling and in that that iconic Patriots uniform and just being standing up there acting like the trophy is a microphone like dancing on the stars. Man, you've been, and he playing, would just you've be... been playing too much Madden. <laughs> you've been playing too much. I mean, much tell Madden, me tell man. me that he wouldn't be doing that though. Tell me. I mean, I still think you've been playing too much Madden. Hey, you know, franchise is calling. Hey, you know what? That doesn't sound like a bad idea. Yep. I'd, I'd love to play some Madden right now. You know, um, so, but yeah, I do think that the the Patriots will consider that. I'm, I would not be surprised if they come a-calling, and they might even throw, they might say, you know, what do we have to lose? Our window is now. Let's give them our first and a third. And it wouldn't matter because the Patriots are finding guys that people throw to the side. Yeah. All well, the time. I mean, we, we've covered it a million times about the Patriots. Is they, they have this crazy ability, or Bill, really Bill Belichick has this in, incredible ability of finding guys who don't fit in other teams and mm. turning them into something right. that fits for Using them. Using them. It, it's this crazy thing. It's called coaching. Man, I'll tell you what. Not everybody can do it, but mm. Bill, Bill but, Belichick is well, the one. A lot of people are getting paid for it. Hey, I wish I, wish I could. <laughs> tell the NFL. Uh, but you know there there's more going on in in the world of football. Um, yeah. What, let's, let's to cap that off. I just want to say. I mean, so just so the the all the listeners know, um, look for AB to get traded out of the AFC, and it's whatever team that they go to is potentially going to be a second or third round pick. So that's my prediction right yeah. there. So, but yeah, you wanted to move on to let's let's move on to Le'Veon Bell. Okay. Let's so. Uh, so what we have with Le'Veon is uh, his he, he's he's getting his name thrown around now. He knows mm-hmm. it's time, you know, the the market's starting to heat up, and it's almost time for guys to start getting paid. So he I'm knows pre- it's time for checks or championships. That's it, and uh, he's ready to to shoot out of uh, the Steelers organization as well. You know, so there's no more the killer bees are gone. Yeah, uh, there's no Brown, no Bell, just Big you, Ben. You've heard you've heard headlines. You've seen headlines for years about bees going extinct and bees going mm. missing all across 
the planet mm. Earth. And I'll tell you what. That we don't th- want that to happen. There's there's no place that's been more affected by the loss of bees than Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Mm. The Steelers have lost all their bees. They are on their way out yeah. the door. Yeah, it's so true. And if you think, I'm sorry, if you're a Steelers fan, if you think that Juju is going to be able to cover this gap, and James Conner going to cut? No. If you go watch the tape of the one game where Brown wasn't even hurt, he just didn't play, they struggled immensely. Juju's in the past too busy game. playing Fortnite with Ninja and Travis Scott. Yeah. Juju is a great, I would say, maybe the best number two wide receiver in the NFL. He is, if he can, if he can fill the role of a one, he is a above average one. If he, can he fill is it. the he is the Will Fuller. To uh, to the DeAndre right Hopkins. exactly like yeah the yin and the yang yeah um so yeah you're you, if you're a Steelers fan you need to be extremely worried James Conner did play with his hair on fire last season but I would like to credit that O line was playing out of their mind as well yeah they were very frustrated with Le'Veon Bell there's a lot of drama going on with the Steelers every year but I told you man it's the, just, the bees are going extinct left it, and right man. you know um. Isn't it crazy how it, it lined up that they had the, the 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 big three, and they all had their last names with and they and they have the iconic uniform. It's just crazy, like how it all worked it's, out. It's an anomaly, really. It's it's crazy. But you know, you see these teams that that build around around two three guys, uh, and then you know once they fall apart, the whole team falls apart. Right. Look at Seattle. Yeah. Look at Seattle with yeah. the Legion of Boom. Right. They're and, completely rebuilding. And who it. are who are they? They yeah. don't even have an identity right now. Right. Besides yeah. besides Ross. Yeah. Now they're 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 keeping their head above water. Like they're competing, but they're not that that scary element that they were. Right. And the Steelers are about to go through the same exact mm, thing. Yes, it's gonna be a rough go. I'm pretty sure they they won't they won't turn it around before Big Ben gets out of there. No. So so what's up? What's the deal with Le'Veon? Where's so uh, Le'Veon, uh, the reported right now as far as what he's desiring is uh, I don't have any uh, a lot of aspects of the deal that he wants, but I have I have seen that he wants at least fifty million in the first two years. Ooh, me too. You know. Um, so that is huge. I mean, I'm not going to say he's not going to get it. We know that the salary cap rises every year. We know that some teams feel they are just a running back away, and I don't disagree. Um, so that's the that's the specifics on uh, contract. A uh, couple of teams that I would like to throw out, and you tell me if you think he would fit well there. Okay, go for it. The Detroit Lions. Hmm. They're strongly rumored to be in, be considering something. I'd, like, I'd like to see it. I like the Lions. Yeah, um, it'd be a, it'd be a the the right kind of right kind of move for them right now. Now they already have a pretty good running back with Carryon Johnson, um, but he's still young. It'd be nice for him to learn behind somebody. It'd be a great development for uh, for him. <laughs> let let's move on. Let's let me throw this one at you. The Philadelphia Eagles. I. Mm. I don't want to see the Eagles get more weapons. <laughs> well, if if Le'Veon does go there, and that's all they need because they're in line, they have not been paying running backs for years. Yeah, it's time for them to pay someone. Right. And man, would it give them a boost if they could get a top tier running back 
I mean, they're still playing on Wentz's uh, rookie deal, so mm-hmm. they've got the money. And then could you imagine if they went, if they were like, you know what, let's bring your buddy over here too, AB. Ooh, man. Yeah, I don't think you see them make too big money Ooh, moves. Oh, I mean, I hey. Don't, I don't think you see them make too big money moves. They might say we're ready to get back. We're ready to get back to the big show. I don't know, man. I mean, when that's the thing. When you're not paying $30 million a year for a quarterback, you can afford to spend money. Right. Because most teams are uh, most teams have about four or five, you know, household name guys, and then they have two superstars. I say most teams, uh, but that's what you can afford. Right. So with them not paying a quarterback, that that gives them that flexibility. They're not really paying anyone a ton of money right now, except who they're paying is Fletcher Cox. But that's that's just really not putting a dent in the pocket. I mean, you you're talking about with Foles expected to leave. Why not? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I don't think I would mind seeing him in in Philadelphia, but man, well, take you have to you have to be non biased. Take I know. take yourself I'm trying, out of. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to think of how how well he would fit, just in their scheme and the mm-hmm. the vibe of their team. Right. And I think I, it would work really well because it would allow Alshon to to not get as much you know attention. Which would he would do really well in that? Yeah, in that I mean, I mean, I'm with it, um, and I'm not biased against the Eagles, but I'm trying to think of of how much you know how well I think that would fit, mm-hmm. and I don't know that it would be yeah. a great fit. But they right. do, they do need, they do need some more some more stars on that team. Yeah, they do. They, they need do. they need some impact yeah. players. And it might not be it difference. might not be a B, but I do think that Le'Veon Bell is an instant. Instant impact on that team. Oh, absolutely. They need it. That's the one thing they have really been missing is the ability to run the ball. In any locker room that he steps into, uh, he is going to be the guy. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, watch for that. Watch for a team who doesn't have that leader, who doesn't have that offensive impact player, uh, and that's that's where he's going to go. Because I don't think you see him go to a team that already has someone established, who already has someone no, yeah. who's who's a front runner. Right. Uh, he's going to have to go to a team that that doesn't have that guy who's the standout. Yeah. Like he, he wouldn't work in Dallas. Right. He, he wouldn't work in, in in Los Angeles. He wouldn't go to the right. Rams. Yeah. No. He he's going somewhere where he's going to be their premier running back, and he gets most of the carries. Yeah. Pretty much guaranteed, you're going to get X amount of carries if you're healthy. So. Uh, a B looking to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, Bell's gonna be going Bell's, somewhere. Yeah, Bell's rolling out. Yep. So was there anybody else that that we had in the end? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So we have. Uh, oh, here's here's a good one for you. Uh. So the Jags are reportedly interested in the Steelers' tight end Jesse James. Okay. So I believe his uh he's expected to be a free agent. So that's the uh, the tight end that caught that that controversial pass against the Patriots, not this past play, but the previous member. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah. So, um, so man, just the Steelers are just gonna be decimated, you know? Yeah, they're, but, they're gonna be they're gonna be a completely new team. Yeah. Um, the Jags are strongly interested in signing Nick Foles. I, I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. 
Uh, let's talk about somewhere where he can instantly go in and be the man. No QB controversy whatsoever. And that's what he and, needs. And a, uh, a, 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 with a, a great run game would be really beneficial for what he likes to do and how he flourishes. That's that's really what the guy needs. I mean, he's he's super talented and uh, deserves deserves to be the top guy and deserves to have that respect yeah, uh, put on his name. Because, the, the, I mean... There's there's never been a more disrespected Super Bowl MVP mm-hmm. than Nick Foles. Yeah, true. He, he deserves he deserves true. to go to a team and be the top guy, regardless of if that yeah. team uh, can be that top contender. I just I want to see him get his payday, and I want to see him be able to lead a team, be yeah. be the captain of the ship. Yeah, I li- I want to see him. I want to see Foles magic on the regular. Yeah, you know I want to see. You know I don't think he can get it done. As you know, as magnificent it was as it was to watch him do that, I don't think that's something he can maintain. But I do think it comes in spurts with him. Yeah. And I think that when it when the game's on the line in the postseason, I think that he will be able to uh, maintain that type of play. So I, I would love to see him be a starter, and I think that's a great move for the Jags to not have to go and draft a quarterback and develop. It keeps them in contention right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, moving on to uh, a couple of other little notable things. Um, smaller one, Demata Pecco, uh, the big Samoan-looking guy that he plays defensive uh, tackle for the Broncos yep. currently. He was the former Bengals DT. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to be moving on from him. He's, uh, I believe, 33 now. Uh, also, uh, Landon Collins, the uh, the up and coming safety from the Giants. Yeah, he tweeted out that the stuff he had left in his locker he did not need. That's rough. So that means he has packed his bags. <laughs> he he packed his bags and said, "I don't need that stuff. Y'all yeah. can have he it." He said, "You know, I'm going to get paid." And that's that sucks for how did what did you do as an organization to draft that guy, develop him? Watch him grow and become. I mean, I don't know if they think that great safeties just grow on trees, because they don't. I mean, they're, they're great, good safeties are getting paid. Yeah. So that's tough for, especially if you're a Giants fan. I bet you're probably you may not know if if you're a casual fan, you may not know his impact. But when he leaves, you're gonna feel it. I'm. I can tell you now. Right. So, uh, but as far as the notable moves, that's about all we have. Um, you know, on the landscape right now. But, I mean, that's quite a bit of, of, of content there. Yeah, I mean, kind of really kind of a slow week for uh, for news in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, because things are unraveling right but, now. But, yeah, things are about to shake up. Yes. As we get closer to the draft, as we get closer uh, to really to, to March. combine, all yeah. that. It's all going to start it, all at once. It's just like a box is just going to fly open. We're full of... Of bubble wrap and confetti, it's just gonna be wild, man. Yeah, it's it's really gonna be something to watch over the next couple weeks and the next really couple months as we uh, as we move on from from this kind of NFL off season, moving into the into the draft mm-hmm. month and draft season, and then I mean that leads us right back into back right into back NFL. in right, right back into prime time. I mean, it, it feels like it's coming quicker. Yeah, it, you know we're yeah. I don't know why it feels so quick. I mean, we, well, the Super Bowl just happened, but maybe it's just the momentum of imagine, not imagine, imagine if you were uh, a draft nut like myself, and you're always watching these prospects and looking at what you know who who timed what and who scored what, and then you're always and then you're like, oh man, it's already it's already the OTAs and the and the uh, the offseason training is already kicked off. It's just like I'm 
I'm like, wow, it's already here. You know, yeah. I enjoy it. That's that's mainly the one of the main reasons why I like to dive in is because it allows that off season to to fly by. Yeah. And that's that's why I like that we have more football options and kind of more more football yeah. to watch at this point. You know, you have the AAF, you have the XFL, and uh, you know all the stuff that's going on behind the scenes with mm-hmm. with trades and with everything else that's happening in the NFL yep. world. Because we know that for real fans, there is no off season. And so we're going to be covering more of everything happening this week in football. We've got the eight. We've got news from the AAF. We've got news. Yeah, I said it. I said did AAF, did and that was good. Uh, we got news from the AAF. We have uh, breaking news from the XFL, all in segment two. And uh, we'll be back in just a minute right after these words from our sponsors. If I want to hear awesome NFL talk, I just check out Pro Football IQ, hosted by Dallas Thomas and Joe Baglio. And now it's time for more Pro Football IQ. XFL will kick off in 2020, and quite frankly, we're going to give the game of football back to fans. This is the XFL. And we are back with more Pro Football IQ, the show that breaks down the X's and O's of everything happening this week in football. And uh, thanks thanks to a couple of cool organizations outside the NFL, football gets to live on outside of August to, to February. Mm, what a time to be alive. Man, we, we get we get the AAF, which is happening right now, and then next year, debuting in 2020, we get the XFL, mm-hmm. which personally, I'm more invested. I'm more excited about the XFL. I'm about all football. I mean, I, I like the AAF. There's cool things that are happening there. But, you know, I think personally, I'm just more excited about the prospect of the XFL. Mm-hmm. So, news broke today from the XFL. Uh, we knew that we were going to have a press conference today. Today is Thursday. We knew mm-hmm. that we were going to have a press conference today. And uh, they broke the news of who was going to be the new or the, the very first head coach and, uh, and GM wow. of XFL Washington, D.C. That's awesome. So, so Tell us about it. The XFL named Pep Hamilton. To be the head coach okay, so. uh, of of XFL DC, so I had never heard of Pep Hamilton mm-hmm. until today, um, but the guy's been around for a long time. He's got he's got, he's some got credentials, huh? Got an impressive resume. Okay, uh, has spent twenty two years as an assistant coach at both college and the NFL levels. Mm. Okay, uh, he was he started his coaching career in nineteen ninety seven at his alma mater, Howard University. And uh, I believe I also believe that he was a wideout in the NFL before okay. uh, he began coaching. Um, he's held offensive coaching positions with the Jets, the 49ers, the Bears, and the Browns. And then also a fun fact for you, uh, he coached uh, Andrew Luck 
as, as offensive coordinator while he worked in, at, uh, at Stanford in 2011 and 2012 and for the Colts. In 2013, wow. 13, wow. 14, and 15. So he is a crucial part of Luck's development. Exactly. Wow, that's impressive. And, and I think that's the main reason. I think that's mm-hmm. the main reason you see him here uh, in the XFL. Right. Is that he is he's been pivotal in, in coaching uh, one of the league's top QBs. Yeah. So uh, XFL, you're, you're seeing kind of the AAF kind of take take form and take shape right yeah. now. Uh, but I'm really, and that's fun to see it happen. Mm-hmm. But we didn't get to, or at least I didn't, maybe I didn't pay enough attention to it. We didn't see this from the ex, from the AAF. Well, they we, were they, they their situation is different because you know the 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 AAF was was shadowed by the NFL. They they cranked it up like right after like post Super Bowl. Right, so, right. Yeah. But the, but it's it's so cool to to have the hype built yeah, up to true. the XFL. Yeah. But that also means they have to deliver. On yes. that hype, yes, I they agree. they have to. Whenever it's time for for TV deals, and when it's time for these yep. games to start in February, I think it's February like eighth next year that they okay. begin playing. They're gonna have to show up. That that level of play is gonna have to exceed that of the AAF if you're gonna take those eyes away from from uh, from CBS on mm-hmm. Saturdays and oh, Sundays. Yeah. Oh yeah. But man, I, I'm excited to see. I like that. I think that's. I think that's a a very. Um, it's a safe choice. It's a very safe. Yeah, I think it's safe. It doesn't blow anything off. But I think you're gonna see a, a he's a, a, a good football mind. I mean, it's clear. I mean, he's worked with top talent. He knows what it looks like. I mean, he knows he's he's been in uh, every level of the game. And uh, I mean, that's great. It's not too big of a job. But yeah. It's not. It's not necessarily a small job either. Yeah. I like it. Uh. So I mean, he's he's won championships before. He he was. He was part of the uh, a part of the Howard team from '93 to '96. So yeah. he he started coaching immediately after okay. his after his. Uh, and explain explain to the listeners why this is important. He is the first named. No 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 he's he's the he's the we uh the first named coach was was Bob Stoops for Dallas. Oh I'm sorry yes okay All yeah right. yeah so it's still it's still it's still important for for the the simple fact that you only have. What is it? Eight positions that they get filled. Right, and so you know it's it's an exclusive club right. to to get a position like this, and then and then you know on top of it, it's cool to see diversity happening in these leagues. He's mm-hmm. an African American guy, yeah, and and you know it's not super common to, right. to see diversity at these top level yeah, yeah. positions. To be the head honcho, and yeah. so it's great to see it's great to see some diversity in the XFL. I think it's committed to that. Right. So I I think I think you see more of that. I think you see more in, uh, inclusivity in football, and mm-hmm. I I think it's going to become the normal to to have people of of different races, different beliefs, different mm-hmm. you know it's different backgrounds. I think it's going to be the norm to see mm-hmm. these people in in high level positions, right. and it's it's really great to see. And I mean, I, I don't even have to look too much into it, uh, regardless of any of the 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 outstanding you know matters. I I would just look at the testament of the fact that Andrew Luck allowed this guy exactly. to follow him. Yep. You know, we know what kind of guy Andrew Luck is. We he allowed him to follow him from college to the pro game. Yeah. If Andrew Luck didn't want that guy there. He wouldn't be there. Well, he more than likely requested him. You see what uh, I'm saying? Yeah, and that that's the cool thing is this guy. This guy was a player, mm-hmm. and yeah. then he became a coach. Right. He know he knows the game inside and out. And so for him to be the guy who was able to say, "Hey, Andrew," and 
kind of guide him and teach him right. and develop him in those in those years. I mean, he spent five years developing Andrew. Right, Lund. right. Um, I think it's great to see, man. Yeah. Um, you're gonna you're gonna see. And what city was it that he's? This is this is in D.C. Okay, so D.C.'s team. Okay. Yeah. So uh, currently, I like that. currently we have Bob Stoops in Dallas. We have Pep Hamilton. Yeah. In They're DC. going for some good, some quality coaching here. Yeah, and, and that's that's the best part, man. Uh, you you get the hype mm-hmm. of of building these teams and building building it up and kind of building the suspense right. to the XFL draft and to you know to building these teams and eventually I believe we're going to get team names. But for right now, I right. think I think they're sticking with just the cities yeah. so that they can Build so that market. those cities can buy into their team. Yeah. Uh, and I, I love that. I mean, we're gonna be. We're gonna I be love it. If we had if we had a Lake Charles team, that'd be like I'd be like all over it. You know what I mean? Good luck. You can't get Lake Charles to go to the best to support the best restaurant. In right, town. right. Good luck right. getting them to support. But but you could you can imagine the the the, the concept that I'm going for there. Oh like, yeah. Like you know, I mean, look at how many people you know whether they believe in McNeese or not, they they support McNeese. Yeah. So if we had a legit team that you know we could like it was from the ground up kicking off i mean people would get behind that i mean bring on the swashbucklers hey can we bring back arena hey. football to hey, Southwest that was a top Louisiana? team man that was a top team please let's bring it back yeah so yeah i like that um is there any other any other notable news from the XFL? No, not really. Um, I need to go back and watch this press conference to double check okay. and make sure because uh, the last press conference we got, we did get some a right. little bit of information from uh, from our our really our, our league commissioner. Um, so short and sweet on the on the really XFL. really kind of short and sweet on the XFL. Now short what? and sweet on this whole episode. Really, true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna cover a little bit of the X of the uh, AAF stuff, and uh, and then we're gonna go ahead and move on out of here and let you get on with your oh, day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, I I need to go back and watch that, that press conference again mm-hmm. to make sure I didn't miss anything. But, I mean, uh, we do know that in the fall of this year, uh, XFL is going to release their, their rule book and their game format. Yes. So that we're able yes. to really kind of get a grip and get an then understanding can, for who the, they are and yeah. what those games are going to look like. I like that. Because then, then we can start looking at the comparison, like like the contrast of the, the AAF and the XFL. Yeah, and we'll see. You know what what things are going to stand out or be significantly different. I like that though. And I mean, and that's also the time you're going to see the XFL draft and mm. those impact yeah. players who go where. Yeah. Uh, I'm very but, interested in that. I wonder what kind of coverage they're going to give us for that. I'm hoping we get extensive coverage. Yeah. And and what what I want to do for us mm-hmm. and for for our fan base and for the people who listen to this show. Maybe you maybe you're a first time listener tuning in to uh, Pro Football IQ. Mm-hmm. What we want to be is we want to be the premier place for your XFL and AAF coverage. There are people who make millions of dollars covering the NFL, and they can cover it a million times better than us. But what we want to do is make sure that these specialized markets, maybe you don't know who these people are, maybe you don't know who these teams are, mm-hmm. we want to make sure to bring you the best coverage there is. We're going to so dig that, in. So that you can have that personal touch and actually become invested in these teams, because there's a solid chance you're already invested in an NFL team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's because that's the way you grew up. Maybe you know you, you watched right. you watched Cowboys games with your dad. Maybe you, maybe you watched Broncos games with your grandpa. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you started watching the NFL, but I do know that you can start watching the AAF now. You Clean can watch slate. you can watch the XFL in twenty twenty and you can have a brand new team, a brand new system of football to get involved you have two in. Two new teams. That's it. You can have two <laughs> two brand new favorite teams. Uh, and you know how I, cool is that? That's that's pretty <laughs> that's, great. There's out of sixteen teams you get to pick two Hopefully that you get to pick two that are successful, or at least one. That I mean, is that's successful. that's the plan. 
That's the plan, is to find a successful team. And I think that's what we've done in the AAF. I think you and I have done a pretty successful yeah. job of finding some finding a team oh, that yeah. we both kind of agree on oh, yeah. and that, that we can get behind. Because, you know, in the XFL, I'm already planning on supporting XFL Houston. Nah, I got you. I got you. And definitely XFL Dallas, just because... I love I love my Cowboys. Right. I love everything in Texas. I You'll find that. that out soon with uh, with Pro Football IQ yeah. and all of our plans to cover the XFL. I've, I've been all over the the AAF right now. So uh, once once I start you know diving in into the XFL more with you, then that's whenever I'll start you know keeping my eyes open on which one you know which team is really pulling me in. I mean, for me right now, just thinking about it, I mean the. XFL Dallas with Bob Stoops, it's hard to go wrong. I know. Yeah. Hard to go wrong with Bob Stoops. But it's hard to pick a pick a favorite team when they only have two coaches. So I mean, but I mean as well, you it, I mean not for you, of course. But. As it stands, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna pull for anything Texas related, which is why which is why I'm I'm already saying I like XFL Houston, I already like XFL Dallas. Before we even know anything from, from Jump Street, I'm already, I'm already <laughs> never even seen the roster yet. <laughs> they don't even have a roster yet. And I, I already know I'm on board. But uh Moving on to, to our favorite teams in the AAF. Mm. Our two favorite teams in the AAF squared off this last week. They did. They did. They did. And they put up a they had a game. It was the, the it was the feature game on the website. Yeah. Uh, so this was Sunday. Uh, I think this was their primetime game. Yep. And uh, man, it It was a good one. It was a pretty from what I can see here, it was a high scoring affair, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, thirty seven to twenty nine Orlando Apollo yeah. over yep. The over the San Antonio Commanders. Oh, it hurts me. Heartbreaker. It hurts me, man. Now these are my these are my two teams in, the, mm. in both in the East and the West. Yep. These are my two teams. These are I want to say I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that these are the the two top teams for this season unless somehow they shake things the other the other teams shake things up. Well, I mean we've only got eight more weeks of right of AAF and regular both of these. What I notice is both of these teams are playing at a very uh, elevated level from their competition. Yeah. So, and what I saw a back and forth battle, two teams that are in sync and they're crisp. They they're filled with some 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 surprising talent. And actually, whenever I stopped watching it, uh, it was late in the third, and and, or, the, and the commanders commanders were up. were up. Yep. And then and then what happened is the Orlando Apollo shut them out in the fourth quarter and that? put up seventeen points. Battle tested. There you go. So I think I think if you do see a rivalry uh, that comes out in this season, I think it's going to be these two teams. Right. These are the top two teams. These are the teams that I'm picking for for the big game at the end. These are mm. these are on the opposite is, ends of the yeah, conference. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. They're in different conferences. I got. I you. think you. I think you see these two teams duke it out at mm. the end of the season for yeah. the championship. I think they. I think that they are cut above the rest as it stands now. Absolutely. Uh, so thirty-seven to twenty-nine, Orlando Apollo over the uh, San Antonio Commanders. Now let's see. Moving on, we had uh, the Birmingham Iron versus the Salt Lake Stallions, and uh, they. How does that turn out? It turned out to really to be kind of a low-scoring it was a affair. Defensive battle. Huh? A defensive battle here. Uh, it was. It turned out to be twelve to nine with Birmingham Iron going over the Stallions. Okay, and I actually did not get any coverage on that. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have much on it. I don't, I don't, yeah. I haven't really had the chance to follow Birmingham very much. Right. Uh, I do know you said you like the Stallions. Yeah. But uh, we, the sometimes I, I was on the road this weekend and wasn't really able to, to uh, sit yeah. down and watch a game. I don't think that all their games get aired. 
No, you have to go to the website. Okay. And but then, I didn't see then, an I didn't see an option. Uh, now I was on mobile. I didn't see an option to navigate it, so I don't know. From what I understand and what I saw is they they feature one on the on the main okay. site, and then they also have I believe whatever they feature on there is the opposite game that that's on. Okay. Um, that's on CBS at the time. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. so it's like two at a time. Yeah. Okay. That's that's not a bad idea. No, it's it's not. But I think I think they also they're slotted at, at different times. But I think they overlap a little. Right. Bit. Yeah. Because uh, I know we've we've tried to tune in uh, locally, and our local CBS station thought it would be great to to show <laughs> golf and uh, <laughs> intensity. Wow. Can't tell you how frustrating that is when you're when you wake up on a Saturday and you're expecting to be able to sit down and watch some good football. Hey, and then you and then you see you know golf happening on your screen. It, it just takes. The, I, I like golf. I, I love golf. I'm 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 terrible at golf. <laughs> Same. I'm so bad, but I enjoy playing. But it's not what I want to watch on a Saturday when I wake up. Because the same thing I feel about watching college football is how I feel about the AAF right now. It's kind of like the underground football, you know? Like, it's it's the nitty-gritty, like, oh, I like this stuff. This is like, for people who love professional wrestling, this is the people who watch the indies. This mm-hmm. is the people who watch, like, the, the guys who aren't fully, like, superstars yet, but will be one day. That's how I feel about the AAF right now. Like if you like the AAF right now, you, you probably are just a super fan. Mm-hmm. And so, what, like I said, what we want to do is we want to bring you the best coverage of, of everything in the AAF. We want to be your premier place, and we're going to continue to do that uh, over the next I'm few sure weeks. I'm sure you don't want to see a, a, a caddy uh, lay a mean lick on uh, his, I mean, his if- golfer. I will. I'll gladly watch. I'll gladly watch golf any Saturday, any Sunday. If you bring Happy Gilmore on, hey. that's the only way. I'm all. You miss a shot, you it. get laid out. I'm all about it. Uh, but moving on, uh, another game on Saturday we had. We had the Arizona Hot Shots versus Hot the shots. versus the Memphis Express. Uh, Memphis Express, I believe they were the team that got sh- yeah they were the team that got shut out by by Birmingham last week in the first week, mm. uh, and so they again lost to uh, to the Hot Shots twenty to eighteen. This much was more competitive, was much more competitive. It was okay. looked like it was a different game. Right. Um, Memphis set the tone early at uh, with nine points in the first quarter, three points in the second, and then it feels like they kind of slowed down in the third. Zero points scored, and then in the fourth we were able to put up six, but I feel like their defense. Probably looks like they looks like they gave in a little bit, uh, allowing allowing twenty points to be scored in the in the second half of the game. Okay, and it's what sealed their fate. Oh, I mean, twenty wow. to eighteen. Yeah, wow, they couldn't so, get nothing. Yeah, going? shut. Arizona mm-hmm. was shut out for the entire first half. So flip flop the the script there. Yeah, hmm. uh, and then moving on, you had uh, San Diego, the San Diego Fleet versus the Atlanta Legends. Atlanta uh, Atlanta Legends fell 24 to uh, 24 to 12. You hate to see it. Atlanta Atlanta just doesn't have it going right now. I know. I am hoping they get it going cuz man they're a cool looking team. They do. They have some there's something about them yeah. that, that makes you want to like want to see them get it going. Like what is what is it about them? I don't know what it is. It might just be their uniforms. But uh, they definitely have to get it going. I'd like to see that. The AEF right now kind of feels like that that car wreck that I can't stop looking at. <laughs> 
Like it, it's not it's not fully formed yet. It's still right. super early. Yeah. Like they the rules they've stated the rules can even change throughout the throughout the season and nothing is set in stone and it feels like one of those things where you're just like you're watching it be birthed right now and yeah, you're like you're on the how edge. like how are you going to turn out? Yeah. You know? And so that's kind of the cool thing about getting in on the ground floor. Uh, that's why I'm so excited about the XFL. It's like I feel like I'm on the ground. Yeah. I feel like I'm right there with them right. uh, as they figure things out. And that's what that's what's going on in the AAF right now. Um, but yeah, so they they fell twenty four to twelve to to San Diego Fleet, and I can't even honestly I can't even keep up with all the roster turnover that's happening in this league right now. No, oh, really, they have so many guys who are being injured, guys who are being dropped, guys who are being picked up. Mm. Like it's it's to the point it's, where it's it's not even something that I can cover. Yeah, well, there's not because there's co- there's not enough coverage on it in no, general. The, I mean, there is. But it, there's so much turnover everywhere. Like, it's happening on all of these wow. teams where guys are getting hurt, Which, guys are getting picked uh, up, yeah, guys, because, are getting, because, guys are getting cut left and right. Like, it's it's not even something that, that like, if I were to post every single one, you, your social media feed would be blown up. And you would unfollow the IQ Sports Network in a heartbeat. <laughs> so I'm not going to do that to yeah. you. Right. No, that's and that's and that's fair. And 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 I'm sure our listeners understand that this is this is a feeder league where they're they're still developing. A lot of those guys haven't haven't been playing ball. They're out of shape or they haven't been taking those hits. And that's that's gonna and especially since I think they are constructed with a 53 man roster as well. Yeah. So, so if that's the case, then you're like, man, we have basically two squads and then some backups. So. Behind that, you know, you you have a couple of injuries here and there, and it's like, whoa, we don't, we gotta start cutting people. We gotta make room. Yeah, you know, and you don't know when guys are gonna get better. So that's tough, man. Um, that, yeah, that is tough. But I what surprised me is the number of injuries that I see pop up on my Instagram. Right. Uh, just a, a high level of injuries for these guys. I know yeah. you said that you know when you're when you're not taking these reps um, all the time and you're not in you're not in league shape. Because yeah. here's the thing, you can be you can be in shape. But that doesn't mean that you're in game shape. Right. That doesn't mean you're game every ready. Every sport, there's 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 intricacies in every sport yeah. that involve you to be well rehearsed or how do how do I say that? Well well rehearsed yeah. in in that aspect because otherwise it's it's gonna kind of catch you off guard. So yeah, I can I can totally see that. But I mean, we're gonna do our best to bring you bring you the 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 heavy hitters. And uh, the the really impact players who are who are cut or who are added to teams because there's just so much turnover that it's right. impossible for us to yeah. to be able to share that with you in an if, in an effective way. No. Uh, so we'll we'll, we'll kind of game plan over the next week or so and figure out the best way to uh, to spot these impact players and the guys who are actually making a difference and who are mm-hmm. cut and not just guys who sat right. on the bench and haven't haven't you know haven't even seen the grass on the field. Okay, and are you, you're going to close it out here in a little bit? Yeah. Okay, I uh, just wanted to say that uh, one thing to look for is I'm noticing that a lot of the scouts, NFL scouts, they are looking at this, uh, not necessarily the entire rosters, but a lot of this QB play, they, they, they've they actually been impressed with it. Like there is some like backup quarterback type of potential going on in the AAF right now. Yeah. So that's something to keep your eye on. Yeah. Uh, and you know we we talked briefly about it last week, and uh, the the AAF had extended an offer to Colin Kaepernick, mm-hmm. uh, and Cap Cap said I need twenty mil yeah to, to step foot on Swiftly the field. Swiftly declined, <laughs> and AAF said man we we would love to have you 
Like, but you that's, ain't that's, getting that's, no that's a little mil. that's a little rich for my blood. And so, man, and this is this is getting getting away from XFL, and we'll then getting closing out the show. We'll we'll bring this up, and we'll we'll briefly talk about it. Uh, but I've seen rumors circulating about Cap possibly going to the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, he's possibly going to go to any team that's going to give him a chance to get back in the NFL. But how realistic? Because that's the that's the only that's the standout. I haven't I haven't seen any any analysts say you know haven't named really one specific team. Right. Uh, we saw we saw a couple weeks ago it was a spoof article about the Jets, mm-hmm. and you know I wouldn't mind seeing that. But something about the Patriots stood out to me, and I, I, don't, I would I don't know I would how extremely I dislike that because I do believe that the Patriots will go back to a Super Bowl and possibly win another one. Yeah. And, and, I, and I you would, want to see Brady at the helm doing it? I yeah yeah and I and well not only that I just I don't want to see the the after the stunts like you call it what you will if if it was for for his own you know righteous reasons but I don't want to see a guy that has caused so much turmoil in one of my favorite sports go and just come right back into the scene and and just get one of the greatest things that many of players have. And never been able to even compete for, mm-hmm. you know, and and that would be unfair for me for for him to go and get carried by Belichick and company to get a ring, yeah, and that would frustrate me. And and actually, to be honest, I don't believe that they would even consider. I think, I think that because for for what I've what I've said about about the Patriots and their kind of like reluctancy to go after superstars, I think Colin Kaepernick, regardless of your opinion on him. Or, or what anyone thinks of his politics, or whatever, uh, he's a big personality, and he yeah. it's a, he draws a lot of media attention. The guy right. could the guy could go take a number two, and the media would talk about it. Right. So I think that's one of the things that the Patriots would be wary of. But I just want to get your opinion real quick and and see what you what you thought about yeah. the rumors circulating of um, analysts saying that he could be going to Boston. Yeah, I, I think that. Um... I think that's more on uh, the the Kaepernick camp side than mm-hmm. it is on the Patriots side. Now the Patriots are always looking to do what the rest of the league won't do, so I won't. Dis- and and that's why that's why he could have a very rough right. Shot. And, and exactly exactly, and that's what brings it to uh, the the possibility of being uh, realistic. So I won't discredit it. Uh, but I would say that that's more strongly pushed. Like you link Kaepernick's name to the Patriots, he gets a lot more buzz. Right. You know what I mean. So that could easily be a media ploy. Um, but he settled for like they originally reported his settlement was like eighty million. Then another report came out; it was like one twenty. Then another came out; it was like one fifty. So it's like, man, this guy might not even play in the NFL again, simply because most teams are going to be like. We don't it's, want at to that point to, it becomes a conflict of interest. Yeah, he you yeah, okay, you are cleared to play in the NFL. You weren't never not cleared to play in the NFL. You chose not to because you were in a lawsuit with them. Mm. Now, if teams are smart, they're not going to mess with that. Yeah. They're going to say, "You know what? You can come and do a tryout if we're impressed enough to bring you on, then we'll talk." But yep. other than that, I mean, I, I don't want to hear anything you have to say. I want to see you throw a football because I haven't seen you throw a football in years. And the last time that I watched you play, you weren't impressive. So for yeah. me, myself, I would stay away from him unless you're a team that just can't get it right in drafting a quarterback at all, never have, ever. 
and don't think you ever will, then yeah, maybe then you could consider Kaepernick. Right. Well, still personally, I'd love to see. I want to see him go to the XFL mainly just because I, I want right. those, I want those superstars right. to be in the XFL. I don't want that. I don't. I want Tebow in the XFL. Yeah. Uh, but let's Menzel. face it. Could you let's, imagine? Menzel? Let's face it. Tebow is not going to go play football. He's he'd rather play baseball because that's a hundred times easier hey. than than playing football. Hey, heard it here first. It's never gonna happen. I, I want to see it happen, but it ain't never gonna right. happen because he, be, he's taking the easy road to play baseball. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, but but to be honest, how great would it be to see Kaepernick leading the team, Manziel leading the team, Tebow leading the team? Oh my like, gosh! Whoa! I mean that that puts you in prime time. That puts that puts eyes on the product. And what that's if, exactly? I've what the heard Favre. I've heard Favre still has the itch to play. What oh, if he dear, doesn't play, dude? I, hey, he's still a baller. I don't need that to happen. Oh man, I don't be, need it. Would be great. The XFL does not need a fifty-year-old QB on the he's field. He's not fifty. He's like seventy-five. He's like forty-seven, I think. Dude, he's a white guy in Wranglers. I don't need it. Hey. I mean, he he was he was in the league just a few years ago. I well, mean, I know, what was it four? I'm five, just saying, was it four years ago. I'm saying Grandpa Favre doesn't need to be there. Let That's let rough, the guy man. ride off into the sunset. That's rough, man. He the dude, the dude throws a mean ball. Just because you throw a mean ball hey. doesn't mean you can ball. I mean, if he if if he shows a team that he can ball, I guarantee you. What if he goes and plays for one of your Texas teams? Oh. Man, oh, I mean, I'm, hot I'm, take. I'll do whatever. I'll do. I'll, I'm cool with the XFL doing whatever it takes to get to get eyes on the product. But I think, yeah. I think bringing a guy like Favre on jumps the shark just a little bit, and I right. think that would be, yeah. that would be, uh, the, the, that would be like bringing that. Would, and it's Vince McMahon's league, so I'll put it in Vince McMahon terms. That's like bringing back Hulk Hogan in 2019 and putting the championship on him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, before you close it out, I just want to say this, and this is something I, I want this to be noted, as me saying this, that if Kaepernick gets a couple of shots, like as far as come in, do a, you know, t- do a, do a tryout, do your physical, you know, he passes all that, and then he turns down because they don't want to pay him, you're a joke, dude. You are never really a real football player. You were yeah. a fluke that had a great arm. You should have been playing baseball, all right? Because if he gets those shots and he says, "Oh, I'm not being paid right," they're not paying you to. You're you're being paid to come in and prove you can ball, because no one's seen you ball in years. And even when you were, it was subjective. So if that if he turns that down and he doesn't get another shot to play, I I am I am I'm I'm calling him out because the, that's the window the window on his really kind of uh athletic availability is mm-hmm. is running out i mean he's right not that he's getting too old but at this right. point he's spending a lot of time away, away from, from the game away from the game yeah and when you when you're not getting those reps mm-hmm. you your body doesn't know yeah. how to recover yeah. it yeah. doesn't know how to get right jump back into yeah, that true. cycle yeah exactly like we were talking about earlier it's just, yeah. you take a break and it, it can really hit you and just just so you know if you do your research he had Two like around two offers. Um, it was either two seasons ago or three seasons ago uh, before he launched his lawsuit to play, but it was for vet minimum pay, and and he what he wasn't interested. And then he proceeded to his lawsuit because no one wanted to hire him. Yeah. No, people didn't want you to be on the team because you're a, a, a huge media ploy and you want to get paid a ton of money for what? 
So, right. I mean, you know, and you didn't even want to go be the quarterback of the Broncos for $7 million a year and after the, they won the Super Bowl. And I, I know Joel was salty about that because anytime someone turns down his team, he uh, he's you know, going to be mad. Hey, I mean, if I had a chance to go be the, the quarterback of the defending champs and I believe that I'm a baller, quote unquote, then, yeah, I'm going to go do it because yeah. I believe that I'm a baller. Yeah, I, yeah. I, Kaepernick's going to have to show me that he is the real deal and not a joke. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully he has the opportunity. Mm. I mean, well, if, he's got money, that's for if sure. If he has the chance to come back to the league, I hope he takes it because I'm tired of hearing people say that yeah. he's the greatest QB that never was. Yeah, no, they're you know, uneducated. I, I'm tired of hearing people say that he's the greatest QB right. that, that never was and that he, he, got the, he got the short end of the stick and got right. the raw end of the deal and, he, and right. that, the, that the NFL screwed Kaepernick. Man, mm-hmm. I, I hope he has the chance to come back and ball, and I hope that he does right. so that those people can say, you know what, he was right. Or or because I, I, I want those people to, to, to stop saying that, that he Just that he anything to happen so yeah. that it, so he that didn't we can get stop screwed. having the yeah, conversation exactly. of, of he's the greatest that never was. Agreed. Agreed. I, I'm, I'm, over, I'm overhearing, the, overhearing how great he is but never got the shot. Man, right. if he's that good, I want to see him play. And I, and hopefully he is as good because if yeah. because if he's as good as people say he is, then it's good for everybody. Right. Exactly. Then it's good for everybody. And if he is that good, then why isn't he? Why if he was if you believed he was that good, then why wouldn't he just take one of those deals, the best deal available, and go show he is that good? And then when he does that, guess what? That GM's gonna say, "Hey, this guy really is the real deal. Yeah. Let's play him." Yeah. And I mean that's the thing. I I hope that. I hope that when he comes back, if big asterisk... Put it uh, to bed, huh? When he comes back with a big asterisk next to it, hopefully the guy mm-hmm. can show up and show yeah. out and be the big superstar that he right. wants to be and be the be the amazing yeah. QB that he thinks he is. Right. Uh, but until then, I haven't seen that from him. But I hope that I hope that yeah. he can redeem himself There's, and kind of kind of show up and show out in whatever he decides to do. If he decides to if he decides to come back to football or if he decides to ride off into yeah. the sunset with his reported. Uh, Three billion, yeah, trillion, dollar deal that he, yeah. he settled from the NFL. Yeah. Uh, but the writing on the wall will reveal itself soon enough. Yeah, and that, that's what I hope, man. Because if he's good, then it's good for everybody. Yep. And if he's if he's not good, then if he then, never takes snaps at quarterback again, then you know what it was all about. Yeah, if he if he doesn't come back, then it's a shame not only for him but for everybody who supported him and had his all back. that time and put up all those tremendous fights on Facebook. Oh my gosh. So, Facebook I love Facebook drama. Yeah, Facebook warriors it. out there. Keyboard warriors yes. living living for living for the comment. But, this uh, is Facebook. Yes. But man, we just <laughs> want to say it thank out, you. Brother. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Pro Football IQ the pod, the show. We're no longer just a podcast. You can find us coming soon to YouTube and uh, all your other favorite platforms where you consume media. Uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, we we had to change up some of the music. Some we had to get some some licensed hey, music just for us, moving on so up. that so that we can move on and move up to the next portion and the next kind of the next phase yeah. of of the IQ Sports Network as we begin our rollout of uh, IQ Lucha and uh, the coming soon podcast coming that can really going to be covering the different uh, sports that you care about because if it's happening in if it's happening in sports it's happening on the IQ Sports Network. So thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Pro Football IQ. IQ number 7. Mm. This this week man, uh, there lucky wasn't 7, huh? Lucky number 7. We'll be back talking talking soon mm-hmm. uh, about about the upcoming draft. 
Yep. Uh, any any news that breaks in the AAF, XFL, or the NFL, of course, uh, we'll be covering. And we want to make sure that this is the premier place for you to uh, to get all your information yeah. that you need and uh, all all the things that you want to hear about stay the XFL. In. Stay locked in about the AAF. You can find that here on Pro Football IQ. Once again, thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Pro Football IQ, the show that breaks down the X's and O's of everything happening this week in football. Be sure to find and follow us on all of your favorite social media platforms at Pro Football IQ, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and more coming soon. You can also find more coverage of the biggest stories in your favorite sports at the IQ Sports Network. If it's happening in sports, it's happening on the IQ Sports Network. Do you have a question for the show? Or maybe you just want to share your thoughts with a diverse community of football fans just like yourself. Well, that's never been easier than right now. All you have to do is download the Anchor app and you can send in a voice recording of everything that you'd like to talk about. And it can be featured on this week's episode of Pro Football IQ. Don't miss out on your chance to let your voice be heard here at Pro Football IQ, the podcast that breaks down the X's and O's of everything happening this week in football. Mess your